I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. He stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have something horrible is happening in Morfolk. So, some time ago, we did um, Something Awful is Happening in Morfolk by Icy Dice. Um, and since then, uh, since doing coming in that episode, Icy Dice has released not one, but two more stories. Um, kind of preceding that story. So, yeah, we're going to cover it for the next two, next two weeks. Um, starting with something horrible is happening in Morfolk. So, if you want to check this the story out, you can go to creeppost.wiki. That's where Icy Dice has posted the stories. And uh, otherwise, uh, let's uh, let's start the show with the uh, initial recommendations. I'm going to partially recommend this story. I am not going to recommend this story. I, too, am not going to recommend this one. Interesting. See if you sway us one way or another. Yeah, I, I also wonder if you, the reason why you guys aren't recommending it is also the reason why I'm only giving it a partial. <laughs> That's usually the case. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let us dive into the rundown, starring The Rock. So so actually, hang, now I think about it, it's like, should, should whenever we refer to narrator, because we don't have the name for the character, should, should it just be The Rock? <laughs> His name is Jay. His name is Jay for this story, but I mean for like moving forward, <laughs> when a character is no is uh, is not named, do we refer to them as <laughs> the Rock rather than Nair? <laughs> Just for like the bit. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that's onto the rundown for something horrible is happening in Morfolk. So we get another email kind of formatted uh, note from concerned anonymous citizen Jay. <laughs> Uh, who is continuing to rant about the police knowing more than they are revealing to the public and covering up the truth behind some a gruesome spree of murders happening in the town of Morfolk. Uh, this time presenting and, and critiquing the local newspaper articles that were covering these events. Um, and even revealing at near the end that the local journalist who wrote these articles is compromised in this conspiracy as they are technically the sheriff's uh, son-in-law. By the end, it is also revealed that a child named Dennis Bowers has also gone missing in recent weeks and that Jay is waiting for an opportune moment to reveal something much bigger. Um, and that the format of these stories will shift in the next one. Uh, from email um, sent out to something bigger, maybe. Finn, <laughs> uh, it is kind of mentioned. Like it's like, yeah, yeah. He, he says like, uh, yeah. Next time we see, uh, next time you you hear from me, it'll be in a in a different format. Oh, I missed that bit, that little bit. Yep. yep. Um. But yeah, that's that's the the gist of the story. Um. Like it's a bunch of newspaper articles from the the murders that we already covered in the previous story. And Jay is kind of just like looking over, like presenting those and then critiquing their uh, um, their blatant like propaganda and cover up um, uh, themes. So 
I suppose with that, we'll we'll move on to everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions. At this point, Mikey, the East stands for evil. What do you have? I have an it sentence. Ooh. And now an it sentence. Take it away. <laughs> it doesn't matter who wrote those articles and what biases they have. Finn. Wow. <laughs> that's like that's completely contradictory to this to the to the plot of this this story. <laughs> and what the character is trying to get across with this story. <laughs> and that is why context is important because that sarcastic <laughs> sentence could be played straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when you pull it out of the story and read it on its own. Which is what Mikey does often, or every single time actually, when he grabs all the uh, sentences in a story that start with words that they probably shouldn't, like it stands or butts, because there's always better word to use. Indeed. Uh, all right, with that, I suppose we move on to the gamer in yellow. We do. Okay, so reality is, regardless of who witnesses it, at least that's how I read it. Um, yeah. <laughs> because, like, it sounded like there should have been a third part to it. Like, like, it was trying to say, reality is, regardless of who witnesses it, the truth. But it's... I, but I, it just stops because it's trying to say reality is yes, like reality just is <laughs> yeah like maybe or, like reality yeah. simply is in yes caps, comma <laughs> yeah. regardless of who witnesses it or yeah, ex- yeah reality is what it is regardless of who witnesses it bam <laughs> yeah I also would have accepted. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also would have accepted reality just is. <laughs> yes. But that's just basically saying repeating, like effectively saying the same thing that you were saying. It's like reality simply is. Like so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or reality justice. <laughs> reality <laughs> justice. <laughs> that's the typo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the typo to our word fix. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> my I just realized I had an extra comment here. It's like reality is what? <laughs> it's like reality is <laughs> what, what? What is reality? <laughs> what, what is, is reality? <laughs> Existential dread, <laughs> cosmic horror. It's <laughs> <This> life. <laughs> wow, so the best. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, and that's the end of uh, the grammar in yellow. Uh, yes. All right. Uh, then I suppose we move on to actual. Thoughts. Wow, I don't even have to put a timestamp on this one for like when our actual thoughts start. <laughs> um. So I right, on to actual thoughts. <clears throat> Gonna start with uh, this thing here. Such is the price of truth in a world run by breaking news and hastily woven narratives. There are always dozens, hundreds, even thousands of hands intricately drawing each needle through each thread, until a net of lies and misrepresentations have been constructed and cast. Cast upon what? You all. The helpless fish adrift at sea, going where the tide takes you. Yet, you are not helpless. There is a hand outstretched towards you, and it is my hand. I offer you access 
to the one thing more valuable than the money or security they try to bribe you with. I offer you access to reality. Anyone else read this story in a deeply voice modulated anonymous voice? <laughs> or is that just me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like in yeah, my head, like I, when I was reading it, I was reading it um, like in a world, like that kind of trailer, uh, trailer, trailer a little bit like trailer voice. But in like when I was reading it in my head, like through in my like theater of the mind, it was like there was a there's a a voice modulation, like how like anonymous usually does, like their puts out their uh, their statements and such. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah, he like is trying to be anonymous somewhat, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Like like hence why we only know him by J, not like. Mm-hmm. Whatever is Steve or something. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be really bad if it's like because he was like mocking the the police uh for like their pathetic attempts at like cybersecurity and such, and like then it turns out like J is actually just like the first letter of his of his actual name, John. No, his name is J A Y. His name is J. <laughs> okay, his name is just J. I was like, yeah. it's like wow, that's actually like wait uh wait, that's some that's some uh, respect. <laughs> that that is uh, that is that is possibly um <laughs> that could either be. The smartest type of tradecraft or the dumbest? Yeah. <laughs> like hide in plain sight or. Yeah. Um, also, connective tissues time, guys. So to pull back the curtain here, as of this recording, like literally the day of recording, the US government just had a whistleblower tell Congress, tell the US Congress and the public. That aliens exist, and the U.S. government has recovered crashed craft and biological remains of dead non-human pilots. And Congress is taking this seriously. Like, For real? There is a court meeting, or there, there was a court meeting not a couple of hours ago that finished with this guy and several other contacts of his that are uh that were retired from various departments and programs of legitimacy within the u.s government putting out a statement in front of u.s congress <laughs> um and like congress is is has brought them forth and like uh with uh, with this meeting this hearing to evaluate the validity of their claims we're pretty early into this whole thing like again the first hearing just ended like a couple of hours ago and like Twitter and like TikTok and stuff of like that are kind of booming over like the over it and such. But like what the fuck? <laughs> like that aside, reality truly is just lining up with me reading these spooky noodle stories on the internet on a weekly basis. It's spooky like spooky noodle stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Creepy pasta. Spooky yeah. noodles. It's close enough, yeah. Yeah. Like this year truly has been the year of the Vossen and connective tissues. <laughs> I don't know how it keeps happening. I don't know. Like literally last night, I, I, I like full disclosure. Last night was the t- when it was when I when it was when I I was able to like get around to like to read this story and get up my notes and stuff like that. Not an hour after I was finished reading, I hopped onto TikTok and started seeing a slew of videos from the Congress hearing, and I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Are they monitoring what story you're reading? I don't know. <laughs> the algorithm is giving you stuff that's relevant to it. it uh, they either it wouldn't be like an algorithm. Like if it's an algorithm, it's like going directly into my brain because I usually like just like 
it's like for a lot of cases unless we get like suggestions which i mean icy dice did like straight up suggest his these stories since like they had recently uh posted these ones but like most of the time it's like russian roulette like i just i hop onto like various websites to see like what creepastas like pique my interest based off their titles and such yeah um or like what stories i have do i recall that we haven't touched on but are like i know are pretty iconic and like i want to like cover them for the show because they're like effectively historical documents for creepypastas yeah so uh yeah it's (laughs) either the government's been doing uh doing a psyops (laughs) and like is uh subliminally uh, subliminally like uh turning me into like toward these various stories that link up into reality or like it's just a really crazy happenstance all year (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah, now that my uh, now that my uh, my tinfoil hat is is uh, firmly over my noggin, you know, mm-hmm. on top of the cloak or on top of the hood. Yeah, how else can I wear it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna wear it under the hood. That's just silly. Mm-hmm. Um, I will I will move on to the next thing I have. <laughs> okay. Um, Ellie stood as a pillar of this community, doing what she could doing what she could to ensure that future generations had a reliable shoulder to lean on. Now a community stands as one hearts torn apart for the Singleton family. All right, guys, I'm sorry. I have to say this. I understand. One might say the community and indeed Mr. Singleton is single now. I'll just see myself out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little too soon for this fictional event. Yeah. <laughs> Any bachelorettes out there? <laughs> well, just like, just so, like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's like Mr. Singleton is now single. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's low bearing fruit, and I'm 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 not um, lofty enough to not take that. <laughs> That's normally my job. I know <laughs> you took my chair. <laughs> I did indeed. <laughs> um, but I'll move on to the next thing I have. Uh, oh, so this is this is the 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 sheriff's statement. Our thoughts and prayers go out to David Baker and to any and all who are undoubtedly hurting at this time. We will be conducting an investigation into this incident. Absolutely. I cannot confirm anything to you with certainty. But we have reason to believe that, well, this incident may have been the product of foul play. The chances of that being the case are low. Still, our officers were working, or our officers are working diligently to ensure that this was not the not the cause of her death, because that well, it would be heart wrenching for all of us, even more than it already is. We'll do what we can to keep all of you updated. Thank you for your time, and God bless you. You gotta love that the sheriff here starts out strong with his statement to the public, but then just kind of like really goes back and forth on the conf- on his confidence on the case. <laughs> like, we suspect it's foul play, but that seems pretty unlikely. <laughs> or the the one that really got me, and I'm sure like this is just like how because of, like maybe a mishap of me read it how I read it, but it was like um uh 
We'll be conducting an investigation into this incident. Absolutely. I cannot confirm anything to you with certainty. <laughs> what? Um, Can't confirm what? That they're going to actually investigate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like... Um, totally going to investigate. Probably. Yeah. As, or it's like... Uh, and like... Still, if, if it is, it's like... Uh, and he goes on like it's like uh, we don't suspect this foul play, but it's pretty unlikely. Still, if it is, I have our boys in blue looking into the uh, into the matter uh, to make sure it's not the case. <laughs> yeah, they care more about proving that it's not not foul play than actually yeah. figuring out what it is. Exactly. It just seems like someone really needed to like just move the sheriff away from the reporters and the and the mics. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, sheriff, let's get you away from this. Like, no. Like as he's like hiccuping from like drinking, he's like, "They got, I got to give this speech." Mm-hmm. Like, okay, okay, Grandpa, come on. <laughs> um, but then we get this like right afterward, like after the statement and stuff, like from uh, from Jay. Would you look at that? Do you know what I see? Useless fucking platitudes. Thoughts and prayers don't mean shit to us. Not to mention how vague Sheriff Mackey was about the supposed investigation they were hosting so i'm glad i like this makes sense because this is kind of a thoroughfare or like a a through line throughout the story but i'm glad jay brings this up that like the fact that the story like this this article is um like these articles like are clearly like showing like the the incompetence or like the cover-up um like a blatant cover-up or like some blatant like trying like the like just the 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 incompetence of the of the police or like the cover up of something of of a bigger power um in the in the news articles and in fact as you at least for me as i was reading the story that i realized that that's the whole point that jay is trying to get across is just like all of these articles are basically propaganda um to try and placate the uh, the population yeah um but my next one here Um, suppose for a mo- suppose for a moment that you don't believe me for a that you don't believe me or my leaks that you don't believe that this was all the doing of a wretched ghoul with sadistic tendencies is it not still strange that it took this long for a homicide investigation to be publicly launched each death took place inside the victims' homes, while their husbands were sleeping in the same bed as them. Are we meant to believe that a killer did their dirty work and the husbands just didn't notice? Okay, so a little bit of brainstorming for me for this, because as I was getting through this part of the story, I was like, I feel like I could draw on this story for fodder for a Delta Green game. And anybody who hasn't, who's not in the know, Delta Green is a tabletop RPG where you play as government agents or federal agents um, of various colors um, part of, that are part of a either a legal or illegal conspiracy to protect the world from the mythos, uh, the Cthulhu mythos specifically. And yes, I'm blatant just going to use that. Uh, so like he says, like a wretched ghoul is uh, with sadistic tendencies. Like, so I'm just going to straight up like, I, you know, it's weird. Usually I am like, Oh, we can do a Vossen thing for this, but like we did that last story for this uh, this series, so I'm gonna try and like you know color it up a little bit, 
and actually have a, something that's not Vossen for in this uh, 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 for this story. Yes, I know. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking that uh, the idea for a scenario based off of this story is that the agents are investigating a string of murders similar to the ones uh, in this story, like the same MO and such. Um, and it turns out to be an actual Lovecraftian ghoul who are basically um, these kind of creepy dog headed, like rubbery skinned grave digging corpse eaters uh, with hooves and some of that. And they like, they lurk in like the shadows and uh, like in subterranean areas and they can kind of burrow around and get into places and have mythos magic to like uh, screw around with people and such. Um, and as this, as the, the murder cases continue, like you find out that it's, it's this Lovecraftian ghoul and through some twisted mindset that the ghoul has, has gotten a taste for fetal flesh, um, which ghouls by nature are eaters of the dead. But I mean, if you rip a baby from the wound prematurely and in the way described in these stories, in these accounts, that criteria is going to get checkmarked pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Also, why are you guys looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a little gruesome and a little like... Uh, a little like visceral but uh bear with me for a little bit more um Given so the subject material it's understandable ex exactly so and perhaps uh you can pull from that faux science concept or that that faux that fake science theory that babies for a short period of time when they start their life are actually immensely intelligent and have like universal secrets floating in their heads before it fades as they get older yes that baby hyper intelligent idea is the plot of a movie called Baby Geniuses. <laughs> but I actually recently reheard that theory on like a, a, a like a unsolved mysteries video I was watching. So I was like, wait, that's an actual theory that somebody has. <laughs> that's not just from that wasn't just a movie plot. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> so and, and since ghouls gain knowledge uh at least in like the lovecraft in, in the delta green mythos and the, the cthulhu mythos aspect of it uh when ghouls eat um the brains of the people that they they that they or that or the when when ghouls eat the brains of dead people they gain the knowledge and memories of that person by consuming the brain so maybe this ghoul uh has some kind of like it's looking it's like looking for like greater cosmic knowledge and so like that's why it's it, it's found out about this theory so maybe it's trying to eat babies um like even before they hit they get out of the womb so that they can like acquire that cosmic knowledge um also on a simpler idea maybe the ghoul is eating unborn babies as part of a ritual to feel like blissfully innocent again like after an immortal undead existence of existential dread and inhuman horror it's it yearns for a little bit more of that humanity that it, it once had that like blissful happy ignorance that it once had and so that's where it's like found like by eating consuming the flesh of babies or the the, the brains of babies and such um it can get that and like maybe it's even some kind of like a like a like an addictive thing and so like the the ghoul is like a druggie and that's why it's getting more and more like Maybe that's why the murders are happening more and more frequently as it's getting more and more like it, it needs its hit more and more. Um, reminding me of that South Park <laughs> episode where uh, stem cells, um, yes, yeah, stem cells with uh, what's his name? 
uh, Superman. Like, oh, I can't remember his name either. The the one that uh, that um, like fell off a horse and became disabled. Yeah, I can't remember that guy's name. Superman actors. There is that. Yep. Yeah. We're in the episode, he's acting like he's a super villain. Because yeah. every time he eats like a the stem cells from a fetus, he gets stronger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. That played Lu- Lex Luthor was like being the good guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Telling him you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But yeah, like have that, and then like as a result of this, like it's just like the one ghoul, or like maybe like. Yeah, probably just like one or maybe two ghouls, but like because and, and they're like addicted to it, like a drug, like doing this. Um, and in fact, like as a result, they've also become exiled from the from the rest of like ghoul. Um, I, I don't think it's oh, a society. It a among it, ghouls? Well, it's certainly faux pas to eat living flesh or to to le- like they don't they eat they're eaters of the dead. They don't uh, they they actually. Uh, it's in some with some cults of ghouls. It's um, they they actually honor the dead they eat um, as part of their religion or part of their spirituality. They? They're they're human. They're they're human or greater intelligence uh, for the most part. There are feral ghouls. Like there are ghouls that say, have. I thought they were just all feral. Oh no 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 no. There's uh there's whole like cults of, like a person can become a ghoul through ritualistic cannibalism in the in the Cthulhu mythos, um, and they will retain a part of their personality as a human. Um, like that's the whole thing behind uh, the the original story that that introduced ghouls to Lovecraft's uh, stories. It was Pikmin's model. Um, they are an intelligent breed of uh, of of mythos monster. Okay. Uh, but yeah, there's always like exceptions. Like there's always like outliers. Like this one could be an outlier because like ghoul. Some of the ghouls like like we don't eat the living. We also don't eat babies. <laughs> Frank, get the hell out of our. You're out of the club. <laughs> Frank, that's fucked up. <laughs> Frank, we're ghouls. <laughs> we think that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, obviously, if I was going to use this material and like this idea for a story for for a game idea, like for a Cthulhu or Delta Green game, um, I would be checking with my players about any X cards or even like per- just make check on like make sure they're comfortable with this these kind of themes and stuff. Yeah. Given that it's an extremely touchy, visceral horror that we're presenting in this uh scenario concept but yeah i just like the like it's it's direct it's a direct pull from the story where it's like uh like a, a ghoul like a but i was like oh yeah that actually would be like that actually would be a good idea for the monster of the story if it's just it's just a lovecraftian ghoul that's just got a hankering for for baby flesh mm-hmm. um i mean for reasons that actually make sense yeah if you believe that conspiracy theory <laughs> Exactly. Or again, even if it's you don't go with that, like use that theory, like even if it's just like some other reason, like, I mean, there to quote a to quote a line from a show about or a film about uh, post-apocalyptic or the the train apocalypse. I hate that I know what humans taste like, and I hate that I know that babies taste the best. It's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and if you know what that movie, what the movie I'm referencing, you get some brownie points. <laughs> especially you, brownie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, especially you, brownie. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll I'll move on to the next thing I have. Um, away from you know game fodder ideas and such. Um, 
Where is this? Yeah, so. <clears throat> Don't worry. I've got so much more to share. I'm not done exposing the hidden truths I found in the police files I cracked. I am simply waiting for the most opportune time to release more of what I have. Be patient, my friends. It will be worth it. Okay, so reading this entire story, I feel like this story should, or it's it's sort of a step back from what we got in the previous story that had like interview transcribes leaked from the police and Craig Middleton uh, and his like his account of what happened to his wife and such and like what he he recalled and such. And like we get like more about the monster in the last story. And in this one, it's sort of just like it seems like it's just backpedaling and just kind of. It, it seemed to me like Jay was padding in this one. Like I was waiting to interrupt and say padding. If you want yeah, to get there. yeah, it's like stalling on on leaking out more actual like tangible in, information, and instead just giving us this um this this padded out like information about like the news articles. It's like and it's like yeah, we kind of you already said like the you already already gave us information in the last story. Mind you, they didn't he didn't really go too into like how blatantly the, the, the police were covering up. He just kind of stated the police were covering up and here's some interviews and stuff about last story. But in this one, it's and like, I wonder if perhaps that was the point of this story is like the character here, Jay is purposely recapping, installing the leaks on more new, uh, on newer tangible info for the purpose of garnering more attention for the bigger reveal in the next story. Um, Though to me, it felt like, it still felt like this story could have either been like most of the story could have either been before the, like kind of if this has gone first and then we got the, the, the interview with, uh, with um, Craig Middleton in the first story, or if this, if, if a good chunk of this story, where it's like him, like criticizing, critiquing the, the articles had been part of the first story to kind of hammer home that like the, the, the police of, of uh, more folk are, um, are actually like are corrupt and like here's evidence like here's the newspaper articles and it's like it goes deeper than just the cops like the uh the news is is also in on it because uh they're connected to the cops and such mm. um i don't know, like and also i i thought that we could have i, I kind of wish we had gotten more information about like at the end of the story we get about this dennis bauer kid who's been missing for a week like so um like that's a new piece of information we get for this story particular. And I, but we don't get an article about, about the kid missing or anything like that from the, from the news. Like that's something I kind of wish we had had because it would have like, I think it would have capped off this story much more, uh, much more uh, uh, nicely. And it would have made this story a little bit, have more of a point because it would have given us something new other than like, cause we already knew about the, about the, um, uh, the the wives die getting killed and like how the um how the husbands were reacting and how the how the police were telling the 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 the, the husbands to kind of react in the previous story like we kind of learned we gleaned some of that and this one just kind of like it elaborates a little bit more on that idea but it just still felt like it was like st- taking a step back um rather than going forward um until the very end but then we just get this mention that oh by the way the killer's patterns changed a little bit because like he because supposedly this this kid Dennis Bauer who went missing might be related to these murders of these women who were pregnant and their babies were were ripped from them. Um, 
yeah, it just, I don't know. The, 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 I, I enjoyed the read of the story, but reading through it, it kind of felt like we got nothing really new until like the very end. But then like, even then I kind of wanted more from the n- one new piece of information we got. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's basically my, uh, the end of my actual thoughts here. Uh, while I was reading, there's something horrible happening in Morfolk. Uh, Mikey, these stands for evil. Um, well, I'm probably going to tote the same sort of thing. Like the, Nothing new is really added. And um, in fact, I went back to the my notes for the previous one. Uh, and the previous story I liked better because it had more of a creepy factor to it because it sort of explained the monster a bit that what it was doing and this one doesn't even really talk about the monster Um, yeah it's just talking about the the cop greed or like the cop corruption yeah yeah the cover-up and uh to me it just comes off as the ravings of a madman yeah um and it there was no really real creep factor. Um, now, if you combine it with the previous story somehow, then it might be better because you still have that creep factor involved because you go, oh, well, these stories and the monster connected type thing. Yeah. But without the monster even mentioned it's just these stories and like oh there's a serial killer on the loose type thing um which i mean a serial killer is horrifying but like we get no real mention of it aside from like these newspaper articles but that's not the focus of this story the focus here is oh look at these newspaper articles they're clearly covering something up or like the police have clearly been covering them up every time the articles have come out um Hmm. Like that, like I, I, I'm honestly with you on this. Like, I feel like this story, if if there was to be a revise of, or like if if um, if Isis was to take both stories, like something awful and something horrible, they could have like taken like some of this part of this story, like the 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 newspaper article critique, and put it into the into the last story to make it better. Mm-hmm. It would have been fleshed out a little bit more, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, the the main issue I have is that this on its own um, isn't all that creepy. Yeah. No, no actually, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and that's the end of my actual thoughts. Okay. <laughs> uh, gamer. Okay, so again, I'm probably going to be parroting some of the things you guys both said again, but it is what it is. Um, I'll start with this. I have to hand it to the pigs. They're not as clueless as I believe. What I once thought were monkeys dressed in uniform flinging shit at the wall are actually monkeys using rudimentary tools to fling their shit at the wall. I'll admit, it's cute. I like that. <laughs> I think it's a, yeah, it's, it's a funny a... way to insult them. <laughs> yeah. Lots of sass up front. Mm-hmm. 
love to see it from an anonymous uh, uh, whistleblower. <laughs> and then um, in regards to Jay, like roasting the police department, I find it kind of odd how he's outright telling them how to fix their security and stop him from doing what he's doing. And even going into giving suggestions on what to do to stop him from getting in ever again. To, like he's, to be, yeah. Because he's basically saying like, oh, I'm sure now you guys will either like reformat everything and start over or go to paper or whatever. Like he's giving them examples of how to stop him from finding this information. Yeah. And like, to be, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, to be fair, a lot of um, criminals that like mock the police do that in in their in their notes to the police or like the like the i think i'm pretty sure that's what's uh something that the zodiac killer did to the to the the police uh back in the day like i think he would send letters to newspapers uh, uh newspaper offices m- openly mocking the police investigations and like tell it's fine but like it's weird that he's telling them how to stop it. <laughs> well, it's a it's a sign of it's a, it's a form of uh, arrogance, basically. It's a type of arrogance. Like, yeah, I guess. But basically, yeah. like, oh, it doesn't matter what you do. Like, um, I I already have what I need. You're already like you're already. He doesn't. Dead. That's the thing. That's what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> okay. Like, really? I, I seem like he. Look. Okay. Let me talk. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. You're a sign. So first off, um, if the cops are as dumb as Jay seems to think they are, they might not even have an idea of how to stop him. Until he told them how to stop him. Yeah. You know, like he, they might have just ignored it and just kept going and not really been able to stop him. Because, like, and he says it doesn't matter because he has the, he has all the info he needs, but he doesn't. Because he did say he couldn't find the name of the unnamed agency that is like being referenced constantly. So he still does need information. Yeah, but he can't get it from the news, from the police anymore. Like, he, he basically, he's tapped what he could get information from the police, or at least he feels like he has. So Only he's basically the haven't slipped up yet and mentioned that company, but they still th- might in the future. That's that's true. But I, I think like this also, we're, we're kind of getting a bit of this story. Like it, it's, it's a character. Um, uh, I, it's, it's a bit of like character flavor, I think for, for Jay, cause we're seeing how arrogant he is or how like, how like, or we're kind of seeing the kind of like person he is. Cause he's like, he feel like he he's he's a human being so he just like he feels that like he can't um or he doesn't ha- like he's gotten all the information he can from the, from the pigs as it were so it's just like uh like they're useless now to me i might as well just like mock them and tell them how to do their job kind of thing fair yeah all right so i'll move on to this next one mm-hmm. there are always dozens hundreds even thousands of hands intricately drawing each needle through each thread until a nest of lies and misrepresentations have been constructed and cast. Cast upon what? You all, the helpless fish drift at sea, going where the tide takes you, yet you are not helpless. There's a hand out, out uh, stretched towards you. It is my hand. I know you said this before, but I wanted to say yeah. it again. Yeah. I don't know if I like how Jay is changed into this super dramatic and super snarky, like, hacker man. <laughs> yeah, he's become. He's getting. He's he's definitely getting more arrogant. On yeah, but I hate him now. I, like... Yeah, I know. Yeah, it, it it definitely like it definitely like turns me off from him uh, being like this he like a, conspiracy he was a lot nut. Likable in the first story is the thing because he just felt like he was a person who was rightfully upset that he found out about this cover up and he was exposing it. For this one, it seems like he's on stage performing in front of the whole town, hamming it up as much as possible for no real reason. 
yeah, he's gotten a little bit more, um, maybe, maybe since the last story, he's got a little bit more like cocky, a little bit more like, I'm going to showboat this. I yeah, am the master of the truth. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like also like, this is kind of what happens. I get like, not to pull from like, to, like uh, pull back from like to the Zodiac thing. Like this is kind of what he did as well. Like he started off, his letters were mocking and then they got more and more like kind of mocking and like flamboyant as it went on. Like that's kind of how like uh serial killers, when they send letters out to like the police stations or the news, um, when they get cocky, they get really like flamboyant and stuff like that. Why this guy who's like just trying to figure out the truth is acting like that. It's kind of weird, but <laughs> my problem is it yeah. went from zero to a hundred instantly. Yeah. There is no slow progression of him getting more and more flamboyant and cocky with all this fluff that he's saying. It's mm-hmm. just the first, like I reread the first story after reading this. Cause I'm like, he couldn't have been like this in the first story. I liked the first one. I gave it a full yeah. recommendation. So I went yeah. back and read the entire first story. And what was good about the first story is he's like, shit's going on. They're not telling us stuff. Here's proof. And then you read the proof and he's like, see, I told you like, that's basically what it is. Most of the story is, the actual factual evidence in this one, most of the story is him like reciting his, his script, his yeah. lines on the, the play that he's putting in front of us here, which is what it is basically. Yeah. Like I do, I do kind of agree with you on this. Like I, I feel like the snark at the very beginning of this part was fine, but then he just hammed it up way too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but I'll move on. So we get to this part where he says, I'll tell you, it's the narratives, the news, the media, and the outlets all serve as distractions. Do not believe, or sorry, do not be so naive to think that the news is on your side. They actively serve the interests of the authorities and their agendas. And once you become privy to that fact, it's obvious. Still, you might find my claims to be dubious. So let's take a look together, shall we? Allow me to show you precisely what I'm talking about. When I read that, I'm like, finally! 600 words in, and we're finally going to get some new info. For a character who's trying to expose the truth and warn the masses, he sure takes it a damn long time yeah, to like, he sure likes get to... that info out there, just for the sake of drama. Yeah, basically. Yep. And, and then the... In- the yeah. And then the new, the quote-unquote new uh, information he's talking about is just him linking the articles about the um the previous deaths which were already talked about in the previous uh um in the previous episode story. the previous entry yeah but i'll move on okay so i probably said this in the um the episode of the previous story but i don't see the police in the media as e- as evil as jay claims them to be like, yes, they're lying to the people, but they're doing it to not spread chaos around the town and break everyone's minds that a legit boogeyman is killing people. You know, yeah. like, however, I do believe that since the police know what's actually what's going on, they should tie these murders to something believable. Tell the people that there's a serial killer on the loose, something that they can understand. And yes, eventually we get there. I wrote this down way before that. Yeah. But like even even still with what was said, it wasn't enough because like they know what it is. So they can tell the people of the town 
ways to protect themselves. Like the suspect is known to only target pregnant women and they hide under the bed attacking in the night. So check under your beds and lock up before you sleep. Like yeah. something or like keep a weapon nearby to protect yourselves. But they don't try oh. to do anything to help protect the town with their um, their notices that they're putting in. I just had a really good idea that might have fixed this and like is prevalent to what you're talking about right here. Uh, you may already have this in your notes, and I'm sorry if I'm like stepping over your on, stepping on your shoes uh, on your on your toes about this. But what if they actually had like 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 the in the in, in the in, in the interviews and stuff of like that they had actually like eventually got to that part where it's like we're having a curfew for nine check out like give, informing the uh the, the the public of this town to um like lock your doors check your homes like check under your bed and stuff like that because this creep this this uh this person may have broken in already and was like scoping you out and that's why it shifts its pattern and that's why the kid is missing now yeah like that like its pattern has shifted because it it's it now that it, now that it's one avenue of getting victims has been like is being secured it's looking for different play uh, different victims now it's shifting its its focus yeah that'd be an interesting way of doing it yeah and then we if we got like an article saying like that oh like the uh the kid was last seen like before the curfew but like close like kind of like in the in the last hour before the curfew and then like they went missing like mm-hmm. which might be another reason why they're bumping the curfew up more yeah or yeah like or i guess lowering the curfew like bringing it down <laughs> technically <laughs> but yeah making it early <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah that would be an interesting way of doing it to tie it in show that the monster is like thinking and having to figure out new ways to do it because the town is actually doing something to thwart him yeah that's actually there's actually an insidious trying to do because like whether yeah. or not they want to tell the masses that there's a creature is one thing, but they can at least tell them how to protect themselves from it. Yeah. Cause like even telling them that there's a, the murderer like attacks under the bed and here's ways that you can uh, secure your home before you go to bed. That alone would scare the town as it should, mm-hmm. but it's the right thing to do. Like it I mean, lets them know that bad shit is going down, but yeah. without making it a massive panic of a legit creature and also it's something that's believable because if they said that there's a supernatural undead creature here that's doing these murders they might not even believe them yeah they probably won't believe them honestly (laughs) yeah or like even honestly even if like the authorities aren't doing that i feel like that's something jay should be putting in these articles in these these emails that he's sending to everybody in town yeah like like he's saying what it does but he's not trying to help He's just yeah, trying like, to expose. Yeah, and, and like honestly, he like you were saying, like, oh, he's just like this create like, like he's like I don't agree with Jay's like stance on like the, with the uh, but the cops and stuff. It's like honestly, he just he's just the archetypal like conspiracy theorist nut who's just like trying to get to the truth, like like knowing the truth sets you free, cut man. Like that again, like the guy, same people that like put like uh, that are known in in stereotypes to like wear uh, tinfoil hats or like live like be in a dingy room with like a laptop, like. Uh, spouting uh, like talking about like truth in quotes online <laughs> like yeah. that's kind of the the character I see as Jay <laughs> yeah me too that one of those like those very like maybe twitchy like kind of like on hopped up on too much caffeine or uh, or, spe- or or uh, um, like uh, or, or uh, like energy drinks and just like always like paranoid and stuff like that 
But that's my whole problem. Like, yes, that is exactly how I see Jay in this story. But he wasn't like story, that. <laughs> he was just a guy that's out yeah. there mowing his lawn, you know? He's just a yeah. normal guy that's concerned about all this stuff. He's mad about it, but he's not insane. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> he definitely took a turn between in the in the couple of months between stories. He definitely took a turn. <laughs> yeah. For no real reason either is the thing. Yeah. If something happened to him that would explain it, great. Like maybe the cops like actually hunted him down or had a close call like he uh, and so now he's like more paranoid yeah actually at the start it says this is a new email address though the reason for that should be obvious like what happened <laughs> well I, I think i think for that like that's simply like uh the previous email was just like a burner email kind of like a, oh, how, so how like one is going to be from a new email address for yeah. no real reason yeah yeah because well because it, it like it's uh, like it's like how like spy like in, in it's basic spy tradecraft like you use it like a burner phone kind of thing like you make one call, throw it, throw it away, and then get another one later at a farther, uh, farther location. Yeah. So they can't be traced. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, I'll move on. Yep. She says uh, three people had to die for them to announce that they were being murdered. Three whole people. And and yes, like I get that. That three people had to die for them to do this, but. There's a saying, like, two is a coincidence, three is a pattern. Yeah. So that confirms it. Granted, these killings are very specific, taking an unborn <laughs> child out of the mother. So I'd say, yeah, once it happens twice, that's a pattern. That's another yeah. pattern. It's like, okay, hang on a minute. Yeah. First one, uh, no, first one, hang on a minute. Second one, something's not right here. Third <laughs> one, I think something's going on here. <laughs> There might be a, a, a connection to these. Yeah, I don't think so, but maybe <laughs> it's possible. I mean, yeah, let's let's, let's wait it out. <laughs> let's give yeah, it a I feel week. Like on the second murder, like in that yeah. article, it should say that we have reason to believe that these two murders are connected. Like you don't yeah. have to say why, but just say that they're connected and there's a serial killer on the loose in the second one. Yeah, exactly. Okay, then this next one. You should also consider the fact, despite these husbands having been in close proximity to their wives at the time of the killings, they were never once considered suspects in the case. What could possibly account for that? Other than the fact that the cops knew that someone else, or something else, was responsible from the very beginning? And to that I'm like, or the fact that all the killings were done in the same way. How and why would all these husbands have coordinated to do the same kind of killings? Like, and stagger them out? Like, I mean, unless it's like all that, part of like a group, like, uh, like for the greater good, <laughs> or the, the wife killers club. <laughs> yeah, they all go to meetings. Reverse. Uh, we're uh, we're now gathered here today for the order of the reverse black widow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the black widowers <laughs> association. Because mm-hmm. a I widower mean, yeah, is usually <laughs> widower is usually the uh, uh, the husband. Yes. <laughs> I kind of want, not gonna lie, I kind of want that to be the case, actually. <laughs> Turns out it actually is just like, um, a, like a cult of, of, of like homicidal, of secreted, like serial killer or like homicidal disgruntled husbands. <laughs> it might ruin yeah, the, they all the just use this creepy monster of the cover up story. Yeah, exactly. Like, if, if it turned out that like this was all like actually like a ploy from some like this like weird like postmodern, like cult of of disgruntled uh, husbands, 
But like, I think that would also steal the mystique of the story a little bit for, for me. Like, I wouldn't, I actually wouldn't want that to be the case. I kind of do. I kind of want it to be a case because it, it would it definitely. Real. It it does, but at the same time, it's like I I go into a creep pasta like wanting there to be an aspect of the fantastic, yeah, uh, or like something unnatural in in a in a horror story. I mean, don't get me wrong, I do like the occasional true crime like creepy pasta, like the uh, the ones that are like based off of like something that could happen actually be happening, but like. I want there to be a monster in this story that's like not human. I want human. the safety blanket of Supernatural. Exactly. I want the safety blanket of the Fantastic. Yeah, fair. That's, I want I want a safety blanket of the unnatural. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, but still, uh, highest yeah. amount of creepy shit that can actually happen. Yeah, I know. Especially when <laughs> you're like... So yeah, because like I think the word I think the worst kind of mundane fear is like when you figure when you when you realize um that like somebody may be in your home. <laughs> yeah, and that's like what like, this is. Yeah, what that 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 be. that sense of invasion in your privacy and like your 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 place of safety. Yep. That's the one spot where you're supposed to be safe, you know. Yeah. But either way, I'll move on. Here's all I have to say. Either you're with me, the people, and the truth, or you're going to be a mindless sheep licking the boots of uh, of those keeping the real facts at bay. The time is coming to make a damn choice. So I'm not saying I'm a sheep, but I am not, like, I'm not down with how extreme Jay is being with all of this. Because, like, I agree with the simple message of we know it's supernatural murderer, confirm it so we can protect ourselves. But his tinfoil hat shit pisses me off. <laughs> he's yeah, being like good. as bad as wow. they are, basically at this point, because he's taking forever to actually tell us the information and tell us how to protect ourselves. And yeah, if, like I, th- I feel like if, it would have won me over a little bit more with Jay's side if he had actually like gone in, like either in this story or the last one, brought up like it's like make sure to check your homes, like stay safe out there. We're all part of this community. Even yeah, he doesn't uh, like, seem to care about other he's, people. Yeah, he he doesn't ca- he doesn't actually care about the other people in his community. He just cares about quote unquote the truth. He almost feels like he's a disgruntled ex employee. Yeah, he's an ex cop. All he cares about <laughs> is just targeting the cops. Oh god, he's an ex cop or is an ex journalist from the newspaper. Yeah, like maybe uh, what, what, I can't remember what the journalist's uh, name is, but like um, I think his his last name is Pratt. Like Mr. Pratt took his job. <laughs> And like he's actually, it's actually like he's actually a pissed, like he's actually just pissed. Like uh, the, the whole reason behind all the opus behind this, like this, uh, like getting to the bottom of things, is the deep seated thing of like Mr. Pratt took his journalist job at the paper took his job. because, and and like he blames that it's because like oh well he's uh, he married into the uh, into into Mackey's ha- family and Ma- and Mr. Mackey's uh, the okay. sheriff. He's pretty crazy, though. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, I, I, I was. Oh god! Now I can't unsee Sheriff Mackey as Mister Mackey. <laughs> is it Mister McMackey or is it Mister Mackey? Uh, like, you know, like in in, in 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 South Park, is it Mister McMackey or oh, Mister Mackey? Okay. Oh god. Okay. Then yeah, it's like okay. <laughs> oh god. This, yeah, yeah, it's Tom Mr. Mackey, yeah. yeah. So so actually, when I was doing the uh the 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 speech earlier, it had a lot more okay. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like, well, okay. 
Hang on. I want to, I want to, sorry. I want, quick, quick tangent. I want to do that. Hang on. Okay, go for it. With all, <laughs> I thought some prayers or I thought some prayers go out to uh, out to David David Baker, okay, and any and all who are undoubtedly hurting at this time, okay. We will be conducting an inv- investigation into this incident, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I was devo- I was like falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm so sorry, I see dice. <laughs> you shouldn't be sorry, I should be sorry. I'm the one who made this so <laughs> Thank you for your time and God bless you, okay? Yeah. Between Mr. Mackey and they took her chair. Oh my and god. And uh, Christopher Reeve. <laughs> this just takes place in South Park Universe. <laughs> oh no. Yes, I've heard More it. folk. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> oh, what the hell's the song? It's like going down south. <laughs> going down to more folk. <laughs> Have myself time. <laughs> Friendly faces everywhere. <laughs> god. Oh my god! It could be done so easily. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm so sorry, Icy Dice. <laughs> and also, damn you, gamer. Damn That's you, fair. straight to hell. You can damn me all you like. That's fine. Uh, c- continue. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll do that. Alright, this quote. Um, After all, it already has claimed more than just those set of victims. You all might be aware that little Dennis Bowers went missing last week. Guess what? So, basically, he's saying, like, they're lying to you about what happened to him. Like, at this point, I'm like, fucking finally, some (laughs) actual new development in the story. It only took 2,918 words to get here, but we got something actually new finally. I feel like we all had the same thoughts, or, like, the same, like, critique, but, like, we, like... Just a different extreme. It's like I counted the words yeah. because of how angry I was reading. <laughs> and like I feel like I was like the most lighthearted because like I did like the read. I just it feels like a step back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like <laughs> I don't I, I don't feel like any of us have actually like um disagreed on any of our <laughs> comments here so far. Not quite, no. It just affected us differently. But like yeah. my whole point with this quote here too is like mm. if Jay knows so damn much. Why isn't he warning us about the child abductions more now? Aside from just dropping it like a damn cliffhanger to a movie. Yeah. Like, like I really wish life there... we're talking about, and he's using it as an exclamation point on his story. Like, especially like it would have been so good if we'd had like an article about the missing person, so we got a little more information about the circumstances. Albeit mm-hmm. potentially unreliable narrator to that because the journalist, but the uh, but then like have Jay like say it's like it's like it seems the it seems the um uh, uh wh- who or whatever is doing this has shifted their pattern or something like that it's like stay safe out there family or community yeah like something like that like yeah but yeah no it just he's like tune in next time when I have when I'm really gonna blow this out of the water. It's like, no, tell us now. Yeah, you <laughs> do have it. the ability to do it now. Why are you waiting? Unless there's a damn good reason that he's waiting. And to be fair, I know the t- based off the title of the next one, may- it kind of, like maybe it's because like like these are just emails being sent out across like the entire town. 
The next one's called the Morfolk Broadcast Incident. So it seems like perhaps the next one is going to involve that maybe he tried getting the message out via a like a broadcast of yeah, something. Like hacks the TV station or the radio or something. Exactly, yeah. So like and like that's that's actually a really cool idea like for this. It's just like it just comes off a little like like okay, I, I get you're you're waiting for like an opportunity to like hack the broadcast, like the, a local broadcast. But you should maybe also put into the, these entries that you're sending uh, via email in this fictitious scenario, like ways, like like to properly inform the uh, the 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 community that you you're you're supposedly uh, trying to defend or protect by giving them the information that the police aren't giving them to protect themselves, or at yeah. least to like be like like we've all been saying. <laughs> like I said before, he is yeah. no better than the other news articles out there. Because he's not telling us. He knows the right information and he is telling us other things. Yeah. He's no better than them at this point. Yeah. Which is annoying. It is. But I shall move on. So, my last note, it's kind of short. After reading this entire thing, what new info do we have? The two things I wrote down are the sheriff's son is writing the reports. Yes, that's true, but that could just be his damn job. And regardless, like regardless of the maybe, case that he's yeah, like, working on, maybe maybe uh, Pratt isn't actually being corrupted by his by his by his uh, uh, by his father-in-law. Maybe he's actually like presenting the news as it is. Like, yeah, maybe he writes all the articles. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's it, if Morfolk is a small town, like it's been portrayed as. Then like there's probably only it's probably a small paper uh, like like a small like town newspaper so like there's only going to be like one or two journalists max yeah for sure um yeah and like it's second, yeah sorry then the second bit of new info is like the child abductions are tied to the creature yes okay yeah. that's one new thing that's actually new is there mm-hmm. anything else that's new in this no thank you <laughs> like no all the yeah all, like no I I'm fully agreeing with you like the old all the articles like I I I'm repeating myself over. Those articles I really feel should have been in the in the previous story because they elaborate on what was in those story what was in that story. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the articles, did you have a problem with them? No, honestly, I did. Newspaper man. No, honestly, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mister Man that knows stuff about newspaper. Um, no, honestly, I I I did actually like look at them. I was like, you know, what? no, this is this is pretty, this is pretty standard for like a community newspaper. I was like, like, what about like the ends where it kind of like gets a little like flowery about stuff? No, that's 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 par that's for the course for, the for, course, a, yeah. for for especially for a smaller newspaper and stuff like yeah, that's pretty par for the course. Okay. Um, I think the the I I was looking at the head. Honestly, I was lo- also looking at the headlines because like each one has like a little header or like a title, which yes. is basically like that, what the headlines are. And I was looking at those. It's like they're a little. I'd buy them. Like I'd, I'd, I, I would, I would accept them as, a, as, as a newspaper headline. But like, yeah, they're, they're a little iffy. But like, otherwise, they're every, I, I, on the whole, it was, it was pretty, uh, pretty realistic for what I've seen in newspaper articles. Yeah, that's what I felt too for the most yeah. part. Yeah, because and honestly, like, it's kind of refreshing because like maybe Icy Dice has like done some research on like what or like, like maybe read an art news article or two. <laughs> um about like to like kind of get the right style because like sometimes like in creep pastas when somebody does a newspaper article it's really just there as an exposition dump for details that 
wouldn't be in a newspaper because of like sensitivity and such. Yeah. But th- these ones are are pretty standard for a newspaper. But what's kind of funny is Jay has a problem with them being pretty standard and like subtle about Oh yeah, cuz he's a paranoid conspiracy nut. <laughs> like he would want yeah. these articles to say that the the fetus was ripped out of them by hand and yeah. stuff like that in the article. Meanwhile, that would be unrealistic for articles. Yeah, like I'll I'll give I'll give you this as an example. A couple years back um there was a newspaper article uh in one of the towns and there was a photo that we were like that they that, that uh, there was originally supposed to be a photo that accompanied the the uh, the the article and we we're like yeah no that's got to be dropped because it was straight up um showing a victim who had just been curb stomped like Ugh. legitimately curb stomped wow. uh and i was just like uh, and and like i remember i remember the higher ups were just like yeah no that's good no, that we can't show that <laughs> like that's sensationalism um, so they, they dropped that part of the, uh, uh, like part of the, the article and stuff of that was that the, uh, was the, was more of the photo that had been taken, but yeah. Or I think they might've like censored it if anything. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That's the end of this until final thoughts. Okay. Well, congrats. We're on to final thoughts. Great. <laughs> Thanks for the segue. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I'm floored that like all of us basically <laughs> did not disagree with each other, even though we have different opinions of the story for the most part, or at least like there's like two out of the, two versus one kind of different opinion on the story. Yeah, we um, agree in varying intensities. Yeah, because like in my and for my final thoughts, it's like it was it's sort of a weird, or it's it's sort of weird that this part of the narrative comes after the previous one. Because it doesn't seem to give us much new, except for like what we we've just talked about, yeah. um, like the two pieces of like uh, the uh, this this kid going missing, and then like uh, what was the first one? The writer. Yeah, and then the fact that the right like we get a little bit more about the newspaper article, like the newspaper situation in the town. But that isn't um, necessarily proof of any corruption. Yeah, no, and it it like and actually to that it, it extract like this story extrapolates on things that were mentioned in the previous story, but doesn't really say anything new until the very end where we get, uh, we find out about Dennis. I liked it. Like I liked reading the story, but even as I was reading it, it felt like padding on its own. Like, and narratively it is like, I think this is like really just like Jay trying to like garner up attention to himself so that when uh, so that when he releases the big info dump from like perhaps like a broadcast or something maybe in the next story hopefully um people are going to be listening um but from a writing point like from from this like as a story kind of point of view i feel like um this story if when you're you need to read the first one and then you need to immediately or in short order, read this one if if they are not going to be combined together. Um, or and like, even if you, tw- I feel like even this one could have been tweaked a little bit to go before. Like both of them could have been tweaked um, a little bit, so this went before the previous one because like this one is sort of like it's like a reverse escalation of a, of of a, of of a mystery. Like yeah, seriously. this one, if this was to go first. Like if you if you were to tweak it up a little bit so that like the information that we get in this one like the newspaper cl- uh, critiques and stuff of like that, this would 
naturally kind of ramp like like start like start start inclining on the slope of escalation and then the next the the first story something awful goes next would ramp up escalation even further because we'd actually get like legitimate transcripts from uh from interviews with the the victims that were in the newspapers that we just read about that's true yeah and like that's what it, to me this is it's like it's basically like the first one like we went up a, we went up an incline and then fell off and had to restart walking up that hill again yeah <laughs> uh, but it was a much it was a much softer incline uh, softer uh, grade of slope <laughs> uh, for this story and that's kind of what it felt like it's like it it, it just felt like this should have this these stories were put in the wrong order um in terms of um uh, and this is from like a reading point of view, not like perhaps like in terms of like the story, but like uh, of what the character might have like wanted to do for this. But from a reading standpoint, I feel like this story should have gone first rather than uh, so something horrible should have gone first rather than something awful. But that's also choosing to put stuff in the order that makes sense for escalation. But if this is meant to be and, yeah. a realistic take, then you wouldn't necessarily be giving stuff out in the most dramatic order. You'd be and, giving it out in the order you get it. Yeah, and that's absolutely true. Like that's why I was saying, like that's why it's like narratively this makes sense because this is basically like this is what Jay the character wants to do for like to kind of again pad out some gets garner some attention um, after releasing the big bombshell the first time. And then he's got an even bigger bomb. He's got the atom bombshell coming up, but he's got to get like some. He's got to get more of a of a. He's got to garner more attention, like so he can spread the 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 vector more. So basically, what happened first. Um, the first entry was him like launching a uh, shot out of his artillery cannons. Like, this is yeah. real. And then the second entry is, I gotta reload. <laughs> he's not actually yeah. giving any new information, but he's preparing the new information. He's, yeah. Like, loading that last shell in, and on the end of the shell is the face of the kid who was like captured. <laughs> he's yeah. taken. He hasn't yeah. fired it yet, but he's loading it. And this one's called the, and this shell's called the Big Bertha. So, like, it's yeah. getting, re- it's, a, it's gonna be a big one, hopefully. Mm-hmm. It's an exp- it's a prototype setup. Like it's it's Schrodinger's um like big reveal. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> we don't know what we we haven't read the uh the next story yet. But uh and he's like, oh, it's a gonna hit. It's gonna hit real bad. <laughs> Just you wait. Uh, I'm gonna hit like like now that I've hit the first shot. Now now I'm I'm cool. I'm I'm cala- I'm calibrating now, so I know exactly where the where to hit next. Sure. Like I've got like basically he hit one to test the water. He hit the first one was to test the waters. Now that he's like, they allowed him to calibrate and do do some uh, some slight uh, adjustments to the cannon, <laughs> yeah, to get the right hit the right mark. So yeah, and and again, like realistically, that's kind of how like things would go from a from a reading point of view. Though, like this story, I feel like should have gone first, but it it makes sense in the setting in the fiction. Um, and honestly, that's probably why I'm going to just par- I'm still going to partially recommend this one is like. It was a good, it was an all right read. Like it didn't like bug bog down with any kind of like looking at our grammar inquisition. It didn't bog us down with like too many, like writing or reading, like writing issues. Yeah. Um, it's just, it just felt like a step backward. <laughs> um, and hopefully the, the next story has a, a stronger payout, uh, for like what exactly is going on in more folk. So mm-hmm. I, I look forward to it um like i hope hopefully i i'm i'm cautiously now optimistic about the next one <laughs> where i was like super optimistic about the previous from after the previous one now i'm cautiously optimistic yeah that's kind of how i feel too unfortunately <laughs> yeah yeah i hate it like i 
I want I want to come in here loving the story, but it's like I can best I can do is a partial recommendation. And like, if you're gonna read uh, if you're gonna read this story, read this like at the very least, read it after immediately after you read uh, something awful. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's my my recommendation partial. So, Mikey, these stands for evil. Have you been swayed, good demon? Oh, also, welcome um, back from uh, from Tangent Prison. <laughs> I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that ba- back off recording. Of yeah. course we did that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. To, I forgot to bring that up. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad the. I, 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 I gotta say, I'm glad the the bail went through. <laughs> How was your stay there? They treat you well. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm not allowed to go into details. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, we understand. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. But uh, yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> anyway, so this story. Well. Like I said previously, it just comes off as the ravings of a madman. And there, there's no sort of supernatural side to this story. Whereas the previous one it had that supernatural because we got some of it. Um, so this story, because it lacked the supernatural and is more mundane, oh, there's a serial killer... Um, I just didn't get that creep factor uh, for this one, so I'm still not recommending it. Okay, that that's fair. Also, I'm just now again that that Congress thing is like more and more prevalent because like not a lot was said. Like, there's no actual tangible evidence aside from under oath statements. <laughs> And this story is not, there's not a lot of new tangible information aside from statements. (laughs) It's amazing how connected things are (laughs) this year. Yep. Uh, But Gamer, your your verdict. Yeah. So (laughs) this one, it's like, it's like I said before, I really, really liked the first one. It was great. I was super excited going on this one. But this one, it's like, by the time I got to it, the end of it, I'm like, Magic's gone, man. <laughs> it's like there's so much flair, drama, and like needless mic drops throughout this whole thing that it takes me completely out of the story, to be honest. Yeah, he and went like, full blown like conspiracy nut, like in this way, and like like megalomaniac, like villain, like almost level of like conspiracy nut. Yeah, you never go full nut, but like <laughs> now, hear me out. Okay, the the flowery descriptors and the attitude are all done really well. But to me, it's done a bit too much is the problem. Because like yeah. the problem for me is thinking about this in a real world setting. It feels dishonest, oddly enough, considering he's a truth sayer. Um, because it's so overdone that it makes me not want to listen to him anymore because he's become that crazy guy at this yeah. point in the tinfoil yeah. hat. Between yeah, like the first one he was like, I'm willing to let him I'm willing to listen to his conference to his uh, to his argument. This one, he's he's hopped up on a on a soapbox with with the tinfoil hat and is like and just yelling into the street. Yeah, pretty much. But maybe standing on top of a bus, like he's really yeah. high up. Yeah. Or no, it's, no, it's 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 a it's a, it's several soapboxes stacked up on each other. It's a it's a soapbox do pyramid. Do a soapbox challenge. <laughs> it's a pyramid scheme of soapboxes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the the, the first installment was a call to action that felt real. Yeah, like even considering it's talking about a living corpse that's killing pregnant women, it still felt real. 
in this one, it feels like Jay went to theater school, as I said, in the meantime, and like decided to quote unquote continue warning the masses by assaulting us with thousands of words of sorry to say fluff that either says what we already know or what we don't need to know simply so he can stand on his soapbox and entertain the crowd for as long as he can. Yeah. And then like we get to the ending and he's like, he's here to warn us. Sure. Yet he said that child abductions are tied to a monster now, but he didn't say anything about them. The whole story is telling this whole story is telling us what we already know. All the murders are tied to the creature. Yeah. This should have been a light follow-up to the previous and the rest should have been all new information. Yeah, Instead like, of Jay using the new info, the child abductions, as a damn plug for people to tune in next time for. Yeah. Like, those are real children missing and real I mean, grieving families <laughs> real people Jay is using as a hook yeah. for real people of this town to be quote-unquote excited for his next story. In this fictitious setting. But yes, in the... Yes, in the, that's what in I'm the, trying to say. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, in I this know. sort of story, I'm trying to like stay involved and, and as immersed as possible. Yeah, And if this happened in the real world and this guy is saying this, this is how I would feel. Like <laughs> he's dragging it out for no reason. He ha- knows the information. Unless he has a damn good reason of waiting. Like why can't he tell us in this entire, in this whole story about the, the child abductions? Like why does he have to wait? He knows everything. Yeah. Like in my, like what you said called us that you're suggesting that you should read this immediately after reading the first one. Honestly, I feel like you should skip this one entirely because it doesn't do anything. The next one sounds like it's going to drop a lot of new information. That's good. But I don't think reading anything from this will have any detrimental effect from reading the next one. Like you're not going to miss anything because nothing was said here. Yeah. Which again is unfortunate to say because as I said before, the descriptors and the the attitude and like the snarky comments of the cops and the articles it's all written really well but it's all unnecessary unfortunately I, I know it's like it's it's that weird fine line between like what is entertaining as a reader and what and 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 what how real how realistic this would play out for the immersion angle like yeah. it's immersion versus entertaining entertainment mm-hmm. It's, it's a, and it is it is some it is often a fine line to like try and like balance between immersion of the realism of, a, of your setting up and the entertainment of for the reader. Yeah, and granted, like if this was supposed to be full hundred percent immersion, it would be on um um uh, it'd be right at no sleep, right? Yeah. That's its whole deal. Honestly, yeah. Again, like this, I think this could still be on Reddit No Sleep if it was, uh, like, if, if this was part two of something. There's something awful going on in Morfolk. Like, I, I would believe that. Mm-hmm. Actually, honestly, that's that's what I think would make this even better. If, if yes, this was actually something awful is happening in Morfolk. The first story was part one, and then he released a part two for some. There's something awful. Or uh, for something awful is happening in Morfolk, and that 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 part two was this story, because that's kind of what this feels like. It feels like a the the next installment in one of those Reddit no sleep stories. I don't know. Most of the time, when we read seconds like second stories of those, there's still something new happening. Like, oh yeah, I'm but still so- standing by that nothing new happened here. I, I I don't disagree with you on that. It's just like, but I feel like like that if you're gonna if you're gonna read it as it is, like 
that's a format to go with. <laughs> yeah. But what I would suggest, just my own personal opinion, so it doesn't really matter one way or another, but the way that I would enjoy this better is if the articles from this, with the little snarky comments in between them, just the small bits, are put into the first story. Yeah. And then everything else, like the, the mention of the, the, the kid being taken, that's in the next one. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I could buy that. But yeah, yeah. That's um, about it. So I still don't recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I would read one and three immediately after, unless I haven't read three yet. So maybe in three, there's something that connects to here completely directly that this is important and necessary. Then at that point, I may change my um, recommendation of this to a partial, perhaps, but we shall see. Okay. So uh, then I guess we have a partial recommendation and then sadly no, uh, and then sadly two non-recommendations. And it's like, not because the story was bad, it's just because it doesn't give us anything new that we didn't already know from the previous story. Yeah. Sort of like a recap, (laughs) if at best. But that is how it is. Hopefully, hopefully uh, the more folk broadcast incident will um, perhaps change our mind of the whole of the, of the whole series as a whole or the whole series as a whole really or really um, change our minds um, on the whole series mm-hmm. or at I least like make what's going to be. Yeah, I, I really want to know like what exact uh, and, and who knows if that's even the end of the series of the series like that might that's just the third installment. Yeah. Um, so like, we'll, we'll see what big revelation, um, uh, Jay has been holding off on for, from this story. Like maybe we even know a little bit more about Dennis Bauer and like the missing, the missing kid report, like in the next one. And like, so yeah, I guess we'll just have to see till next week, mm-hmm. but, uh, I think that'll do it for this week's episode. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't leave us a comment. Leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. We're all on Twitter. Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W at the end, because his name is very long. Yeah. And I'm at Review Cultist. If you'd like to send us emails, you can go to aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas. SCPs, spooky things. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. And uh, if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Select the back of you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tiers with special episodes, early access, extra content. For our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void. And without your authorship, with these, without these stories that you create and post online and share for people to enjoy and get spooked by, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we have nothing to talk about. Like I was, I'm genuinely excited to do these these stories or to, to read these stories and to take them out. And like this one, like the more folk stuff, I was the, from the from the first one. I was like, yes, uh, more new, a new uh, like oh, a yeah, sequel. Folk. Yeah, more, more, yeah, more, more folk. <laughs> oh man, that <laughs> I kind of feel like that should be like this. I'm still in that like that headspace of I still want 
to see the next one. Like this yeah. has not deterred me. Yeah, this has because I it didn't drive with me. You know. Yeah, it's just yeah. At least like I'm still hopeful for the next one, and I still want to read the next one. So like, yeah, I haven't been sure. we haven't we haven't been deterred yet. So, um, but yeah. So thank you for posting for creating these stories and posting them online. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the Sand Revival. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>